Hi there and welcome to Big Mama. This week I'm talking to the absolutely legendary Toby Cornier, who is playing the part of the wet nurse in Janice Honeyman's panto Sleeping Beauty, a real feast for the eyes and you really should go and see it. Um, Toby is, is just phenomenal to speak to and just an absolute legend and what a wonderful person. I don't know, you know, we just do it. It's hard. I, c- I can manage the three on a Saturday. You know, we have two on a Friday and three on a Saturday, which is hectic. But then the Sunday, we've got to do it twice again. Sunday is very hard. Yeah, I haven't done it too. And we spend, I leave for the theater at about eight in the morning and I come back at half past 11 at night. All right, that's, that's heavy going. A long day. But yeah. Toby, tell me, the audience appreciation, does it make it all worthwhile? Yes, of course they are. It's, it's, a, it's really a fun show, you know, and the audience, if they enjoy it, they give me energy. It's great. It's, it's, uh, Tell us about the applause is lovely and the laughter is lovely, so that's nice. Tell us about your role as the wet nurse. Um, <clears throat> I've played nursing Nora before her. Her name in the previous time, I think it was about 15 years ago, her name was Mercy Nora Nobrain. <laughs> she was a bit tough. But this time, I think she's got a few more brains because the king and the queen, the king is definitely dumber than she is. Yeah, they, they, the um, king and the queen certainly don't um, shine yeah. with brains. Yeah, yeah. It's, I think the kids enjoy them because they're so dumb. You know, they... The dumbness is very visible, which is nice for the kids. And tell um, me, do your do your lines change? You know, if something happens sort of politically or there's great maneuvers in the world. Um, yeah, we were just told today not to. Um, I added a new line, and then some of the other kids also thought they could add new lines. So we were told not to change the script. Ah, um, okay. It wasn't in the script originally. We we developed lots of stuff during rehearsals, you know. Yeah. But then Janice, Janice decides and sets it finally. And so she doesn't want us to change any of that. Unless we, we're told by the, the um, management to, to put in something that has currently happened. Yes, because there's a couple of things that happened uh, in the last uh, sort of 24 to 48 hours that have shaken up the world a bit. Yeah, yeah, but we can't, you know, those are too serious. One can't add them in a panto. Yeah. It's a bit rough, yeah. And yet you put a lot of pretty rough stuff in there, you know. There's no old bod on some subjects, particularly numerology. (laughs) Yes, yeah. But that, I mean, the audiences love that. That is, Zoom has made a laughing stock of himself. No, he um, has. He certainly has. Yeah, yeah. So how long have you been in this industry for? Um, I think 43 years now. So 72. I started in 1972. And how did you start? I joined PACT. You know, the Arts Council, the Provincial yes. Arts Councils were there. And when you when you finished varsity, you did an audition for the arts councils, and then you got a job or not, you got a contract or not. And I I got uh, a pack called me. It was Manny Manum and Francois Swart in those days. And they called me and they said they wanted me to play the piano. <laughs> I had a vision of 
being in a Chekhov and playing the piano and then <laughs> yeah. committing suicide, shooting my brains out or something. Oh, lovely. Drama. And it was, uh, they wanted me to do the accompaniment of a musical with a piano on stage. So I wasn't playing a part, I was just playing a piano, which is terrible for me, Yuck, which is very hard. Because you're a showman. Sorry? Is that because you're a showman? No, no, they didn't want any show at all. I just had to be an accompanist. Yeah, but is that why was it so hard for you? Because you like to be on show. Oh, uh, no, I just wanted to be an actor. I was young and, and desperate just to act, you know. And from there? Well, then I did schools programs for a while. And then I got my first real part that I decided was my real part was playing the policeman in a play called uh, Bubble Coast in Breidegom. Most of the stuff I did in the early days was Afrikaans. Yeah. And when did you become involved in Panto? Um, You know, I can't remember the date, but I think it was around about uh, 78 or 79. (laughs) Excuse me, I did a panto for a man called John Moss in Durban. He was a director very well known for his pantos. And that was the first time I ever did one, and I didn't know what a panted mine was. So he had to explain everything to us. And Sonia Harold, it was Cinderella. Yeah. And I played, I played one of the ugly sisters, and Sonia Harold <laughs> played Cinderella. Sonia was gorgeous. She was the best Cinderella. Oh, she was wonderful. Then later I did it with Andre Hutting. She was also Cinderella. And she was also very good, but in a different way. You know? Yeah. What is it about Panto that you love so much? Um, I don't love it more than other theatre, but... It's it's fun because of the music and the dancing and the, it's just it's a fun show. You know? Yeah. So the, the audience has fun. You have fun as well. Do you have a do you have a favorite scene in the show? In this one. In, in this Sleeping particular Beauty. one, in Sleeping Beauty, yeah. Um, I like the bit where the the handsome prince wakes up as a, from being a statue. And uh, the fairy magics him and, and has a virtual dance with the princess. I quite like because I can sit at the back. I sit on the bunkie with the yeah. fairy, and we just watch. You know, we have the odd line here and there, but I can basically just watch them performing. I quite like that. That's really nice. I'm trying to think what my favorite scene was, but I think there are actually too many. One of my favorite is the yeah. first time you see the witch. Yes, um, yeah, when she comes out on the we, dragon. Yeah, that's, uh, that is absolutely love that. Yeah, I and, love that. Um, yeah. And when she, when she comes down, the, when she arrives in her change of outfit, and um, yes. I mean, then she goes from that beautiful but deadly dress to yeah, something, you know, yeah. that bright red outfit of hers. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. And, and the mice are absolutely yeah. gorgeous. But political, yeah. Oh, very political. What, what are the... The people you work with like? They're all fantastic. That's the one reason, I suppose, why I do pantomimes. The, the, the actors are always very, very nice. I don't know why. I think the way Janice cast, she, she and Bernard J uh, does the casting. And I think they specifically look at people's characters as well, and whether they will work well in an ensemble, in a group. 
and uh, whether they nice people, you know. Because it's, it's very much the actors' personalities that come over to the audience, I think. And and you, you have to enjoy it, otherwise the audience doesn't enjoy it. Is Janice very much hands-on? Uh, you you mean during the run or during rehearsals? Or Both. How do you mean? Both. Well, particularly during rehearsals, but I should imagine she's very much there. But once the run starts, does she... Uh, uh, Janice normally goes away after opening night and she doesn't come back. <laughs> Maybe she, she sometimes comes back for the last performance. She's got, Janice got lots of work, hey? so she's very busy, busy lady. Mm. We've got a resident director, uh, Timothy Leroux, who looks after the show. So, and, and Bernard J comes in now and again just to see if everything's still in working order. And you guys haven't run right and rewritten the show by yourself, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I have to I have to say that the compared to other shows, the show looks like it has a big budget. You know, it's just it's it's over the top, um, it's flamboyant, your costumes are beautiful. Yeah. You know the costumes come from England. So Bernard Jay has a, a contract with Kudos in England who does all the pantomimes there. And there's some exchange system that we get the set and the costumes from England. And they get something from us. I'm not sure what that is. Oh, wow. Um, they also send the lighting designer over from England. It's a guy that I've worked with a, a lot now. Um, and he's very good. So the lighting is very special too. That's what makes it look so good. I'm not sure that this show is, uh, apart from inflation, this show is not very much more expensive than some others I've been in, you know, because we've had in, in um, oh my goodness, who's the, the young boy that flies? Peter Pan. Peter Pan. In Peter Pan, I played uh, um, the big pilot, what's his name? Captain Hook. Captain Hook, yeah. And I had to fly over the audience in the end. Wow. So that was a whole rig, a very difficult rig by an international company. I had to go put that up and and, uh, stuff that was um, hung into the ceiling of the Joburg Theatre. And Peter Pan also flew and people flew on stage as well. You know, that was, I think that must have been the most expensive um, pantomime yet. <clears throat> no, it, it, it's, all, it's mostly hidden costs. You know. Yeah, well, costs are generally. I mean, they're revolting. Yeah. The ones you don't see behind the yeah. behind the scenes. But, but I, I must I must uh, agree with you that that uh, Sleeping Beauty the, the cost of visible. You know, it looks it, everything looks really beautiful. Yeah, and you know, you know, one of the things I loved about the show was even in the last scene, it's not so much a scene, but there's a change of costume, and no, it's grand and yeah. it's beautiful. We call it the finale. It's always in all the pantomimes. It's the, it's part of the bows, uh, you know, when the, when the audience applauds. Yeah. But it also becomes like the wedding of the, the prince and the princess. Well, it's a really so that's all it is. It's not. It's not a scene. It's a show off of costumes. Well, it's, so, it it works because it's absolutely mm, beautiful. And yeah. the one thing I do want to remark on before I say thank you and goodbye to you, Toby, is your little ballerinas and that Didn't little boy who yeah. just pirouettes across the stage. Yeah. They are amazing. That, that boy is going to be a major star in the world one day. His name is Leroy. He's fantastic. 
and he's an absolute natural. Yeah. I've never, I've never seen that kind of technique, even in an ad- adult. You know, he's incredible. Yeah, I know. That. I mean, they're the little ballerinas. They really, it's, just, it's so lovely to see them incorporated into yeah. the show. And it's just, yeah. it's, 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 it's just mind opening and mind stretching and mind boggling mm. and absolutely a, a yeah. feast for the it's, eyes. Yeah, the, the ballet dancers are my favorite in the show, really. Every time they come on, I feel happy. Yeah, it's just they're a, a all, treat to because, watch. Mm, because they're so young and, and innocent and they work so well together. You know, as an ensemble, their the, the arms are always all together in the same place, in the same rhythm, their spacing is good. I love them. I think they're fantastic.